0: You are listening to the Good
1: Lord Radio Show. He's the best of the best of the best. He has a wonderful voice. If you don't like him, you don't have a soul. I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?
0: My name is Goof Norton and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. We are here in the studio once again with you and... Uh, one thing you guys might notice first the first things out the gate i might be using the old intro for the guest episodes just to kind of make them stand out so you know right off the bat that oh hey there's a guest this episode and then for the rest of the other episodes i'll just use the the newer intro and let me know which one you like better uh, i always forget to ask that because i'm like oh, well i use both we still have this other one i had that i had the new one is quote-unquote new but i made it a while ago honestly it's I've just let it letting it, letting it sit because I just I just I don't know. I didn't feel fully comfortable with it nowadays. I'm like, well, let's make it more intense. Let's have the podcast just do things. So, so so so, we have a guest coming up later and you're going to absolutely love it. Um I'm having high hopes for it and I know everything will be fine. Cuz I trust people and I always pick the best people, so I I I feel like this is going to be a really good episode for you guys. I'm always excited for new guests, because it's the first time I've gotten somebody who I I really don't know on the show. So, oh, wait, no, uh, well, I mean, I guess Edge Tectonic, I kind of, Edge Tectonic, do we know him? I mean, kind of, we had some interaction with him beforehand, because I definitely like went and we went and kind of, he watched my content, I watched his, so that was kind of an interesting thing. So, I don't know, well, we kind of got to talk a little bit, before a lot beforehand, so... Well, just kind of push that one to the side there, though, even though he was hilarious. But I want you guys to uh, hear a little positive word from me Be- before we get to the podcast, before we get to the rest of the podcast, I should say, because um, when it comes to guests and things like that, I'm going to kind of start splitting it up and do uh, kind of a one-on-one with you guys and then bring in the guests and let them talk, let them do their thing, and then I come back here. So... um. I want you guys to do something for me. A little this is a little homework for all of you guys out there. I want you to go and check up on someone you haven't checked up on in a long time. Doesn't matter who they are, what they've you know, they've done. Um, obviously, you know, people are in prison and jail and murderers and things like that. But if it's someone you haven't had that bad of a falling out with, I'd even say somebody maybe you did have a bad falling out with, depending on how bad it was. You know, check up on people. I, I'm one of those people. I can't hate anybody. I can't, you know, say that, um, I hate for anyone. I don't hold, I don't, I can't harbor hate in my heart. That's too much effort to think about someone that much and be like, Oh, I hate you. That's, that's too much effort for me, but that's just me. I'm, I'm, you know, I I can't be that kind of person. I'm a loving person. So even those even those who I don't associate with anymore, I hope they do well in life and I hope they better themselves, you know, for the sake of the, of the other people that will end up, you know, inevitably being involved in their life at some point. I hope they better themselves. I hope they learn the lesson. I don't care if we're not friends anymore, but you had better be doing good for yourself and you had better be still freaking alive. You better not be dead somewhere, you know. I need you to be alive and I also need you to be doing well and better in yourself learning from your past mistakes. That's the kind of attitude I want to bring uh, with, with this show and with the people who listen to the show. Cause again, I'm like, it, it helps. That's, that's, that is some, and that's real love right there. To, to even care about someone who's done you wrong in the past, to let that, to put that aside enough to make sure that they're okay and make sure they're alive, because this is a tough time for everybody. We're all equally suffering. Some, well, like, I'm not going to say that we're not all equally suffering, but some worse than others. And you never know who's actually been affected by this and how hard they've been affected by this because I've, I've lost family members, like my whole immediate family who stays here with me. Um, they all had COVID. I didn't. I was cause I kind of stay in my room the whole time, but they all had COVID. The whole household had COVID. And so, you know, they, at any point in time, one of them could have just been gone like that. So don't, do not take for granted the fact that the people around you are alive. I mean, yeah, don't take that for granted. Yeah. But treasure every single moment you get because you only get one chance at this, at this life. We, we, we don't get another one. Uh, Uh, we don't. That's just the truth of it. And I'm going to, and that's what I have to hit you with. There, there is no second chances. This is it. Um, so don't play it like it's a, like it's a game because it's not, this is life is not something to play with, but life is something to take seriously. Uh, not all the time. Of course, have your fun, you know, relax, chill out, tell jokes, but don't spend all your time hating people, uh, you know, giving out this negative energy, I get if you have to settle something with someone if they 've done you wrong but there's there 's a way to do that with being while still being professional and still keeping your cool without snapping off and cussing out someone. You can still keep your cool and still be professional because most people expect you to snap off and they expect you to cuss them out that 's why you know certain things happen the way they do because you 're giving them exactly what they want you 're giving them the reaction they craved and they want it so don't feed into that feed into the opposite feed into the stuff they don't they didn't expect feed into that to that loving side so that's all i wanted to say so without further ado we're going to get to our guest you guys are going to love it this is going to be a good one and uh first of all we're going to take a break before we go into that and thank our sponsor which is anchor for this podcast so thanks to anchor for sponsoring the goof Martin radio show once again. All right. Welcome back. And we also want to again, thank anchor for sponsoring this podcast and distributing this podcast everywhere you can find a podcast. And so now it comes time once again that I introduce a, a wonderful guest I get this time. We got somebody else from Twitch, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, and for the first time on the show, we have Continue. Hello. And Continue is a she's, a, she's a streamer on Twitch. She's a content creator. Um, And from what I've seen, since I've only had an out, outside perspective, and I, I kind of feel bad because I haven't checked out her content as much as I probably should have. I've been following her on Twitter for a little bit. I've seen her, her daily jokes. Uh, a few of them have honestly got me it got me going a couple of times. So,
1: um,
0: but she's overall like a pretty, pretty positive person. Uh, I can say that, but I will, I will let you kind of do the rest of introducing yourself to the audience.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Uh, my name is continue. I am a full-time Twitch streamer. I've been a full-time streamer for just under six years. I'm coming up on my six year stream anniversary. Um, I do a lot of different content. I started out mainly focusing on indie games, and I started then doing more with horror games, a lot of variety. But lately, I have been on a massive Fallout kick, primarily Fallout 4. Um, I really enjoy doing charity events. We raise money for a bunch of different uh, organizations. Uh, The two main ones that we raise money for are the Testicular Cancer Society as well as St. Jude during St. Jude play live. Um, yeah. And then I do some really basic voice acting and try to dive into other sections as I can.
0: That is, that is a, that's a, that's a list. That is a full list right there of, uh, amazing, a list. <laughs> <some> <laughs> of amazing things, voice acting ch- uh, charity streams. Like that is, that is all very, very nice. I did see your, um, the, the pictures of the fallout outfit, from a while ago that was pretty yeah those are pretty nice to see um so i've got got a few questions of course since this is a little bit of an interview where did the name continue come from
1: so my real name is kinsey and it's spelled k-i-n-s-e-y um and the idea behind continue is that i'm really bad at video games so i have to continue a lot (laughs) Uh, so we took the spin on my, my fiance took the spin on the name Kinsey and put it with continue and I was like, this works. And I was like, yeah, this is perfect. And it just made sense. So, and continue for like seven or eight years now.
0: (laughs) I I feel that, uh, my name literally came from, I don't know. I mean, my name when I was a kid, so it just kind of stuck, I guess, uh, So I guess this is the other big question people usually ask, how did you get your start? How did you find Twitch or how did you decide that this was going to be something you wanted to pursue?
1: So when I first heard about any of this, it was, you know, YouTube Let's Plays were just taking off. Some of the bigger players were just kind of coming into play. Uh, and I remember watching certain people and being like, "Wow, that'd be really cool if that was something I could do." But there's no way. I don't have any video editing skills. I don't know anything like that. I have a, I was, uh, I had a degree in economics. Like there was no, um, no way that that fit into my little world. And uh, my fiance started pushing for it, and. He insisted that he thought I'd be good at it, and so I tried making YouTube videos, and they're terrible, and they still exist, and I'm so sorry for the world that they still exist, (laughs) Um, but (laughs) they're not edited, they're free-flowing. If I screwed up, I literally would just start all the way over. It was awful, Um, but I did meet some really cool people through that community and at the same time when i made my youtube channel i also made my twitch account um just to lock in the name and whatnot and uh, i watched some twitch streamers but i was like oh i don't think that's anything i could ever do that looks really complicated uh nobody would come and hang out uh but then i started hanging out with this uh group of people that i met through youtube and it was its own little community and we would play games together and do like let's plays and stuff together and um between my fiance pushing and and then seeing that you could do charity streams with mm-hmm. Twitch, I was like, okay, I really want to stream because I really want to do charity streams. So we, I did some streams that were just like me trying to figure out Twitch in general. I hadn't watched a lot of Twitch at that point. Then uh, we bought a ton of copies of The Forest for this group that I was with. And we were like, okay, come play with us. We're going to have a big stream. We're going to just, you know, goof off, whatever. And we streamed for like 12 hours. <laughs>
0: oh, and
1: I fell in love with it. And it just became something that I'd loved to do. And at the time, I was still working for the city. I was working for the Chamber of Commerce. And mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody to know that I swore on the internet. So I didn't use a camera. I didn't tell anybody anything about me. And uh, yeah
0: wow that is uh that's a that's a very unique introduction um to the to the platform that's pretty cool a degree in economics wow yeah big big brain big brain i like it i like to see it um oh that just knocks out two questions right there bam i like that so (laughs) the next one is this is going to be pretty important for anybody out there who wants to be a content creator. Uh, what are some of the most important lessons that you've learned during this entire journey?
1: One of the biggest things is consistency. Um, I know that people harp on consistency. Consistency does not mean that you're going to grow. It does not mean that you're going to succeed. It does not mean it's not a guaranteed golden ticket. However, being consistent is so important. And if you, If that takes you doing, you know, if you're trying to find your groove, maybe you try a certain time frame for six weeks at a particular time and then swap to a different one. Or if you have the time, again, if you have the time and are lucky enough, you know, maybe you do two different time slots till you figure out, you know, what works for you. But the best thing to think of is... um, Say you're watching, say you're a really big Walking Dead fan. This is just the example that we always seem to give, and I don't know why. (laughs) But say you're a really big Walking Dead fan, and The Walking Dead comes on every Sunday at 8 p.m. Also don't know if that's true, just throwing that out there. But then for some reason, Sunday at 8 p.m. rolls around, and The Walking Dead isn't on. And so you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and The Walking Dead never comes on. And so... Then The Walking Dead's on on a Tuesday at four in the morning and you're like, but but now I've missed and and I don't know how to. And so The Walking Dead bounces all around and you're confused. So then people are going to find something for that 8 p.m. slot that they would otherwise normally have been watching you. So consistency is super important. And the other thing that I think is really, really important is to understand networking and know that people know when you're networking specifically to network and when you're actually trying to make friends mm-hmm. and that there is a difference and they're both valuable. Um, not one does not, you know, one terminology is not negative, but if you take it, people know, and especially people that have been around for a while, we know when you're, <laughs> when you're trying to do stuff, but <laughs> <That is laughs> don't true. do that, but yep. make sure you network, make friends, be consistent and play yep. what you want to play. Yep
0: very yeah very very wise very sage advice uh from someone who's been on the platform f- for a long time yeah there is a definitely a huge and difference I know that
1: well i know that it's a it's like regurgitated and a lot of people say the same thing it's just it, it's what people need to hear i think
0: that's true That is very true um and kind of it's a weak very weak segue i guess uh Get some of the important lessons, as a content creator um, of of anybody of any kind of platform, I would assume you have with you a community. And the question I want to I want to get to here is: How do you feel? Uh, about your community like how do you feel that they've that they've done so far with uh being in other streamers chats and then being and in, in uh when new people come into your chat and into your, your community how how are they welcome how do you feel that your community handles that
1: i'm very very protective of my community because they're incredible incredible people and i absolutely love them um they have changed my life in more ways than just streaming um There's a lot of things with my community that I feel is similar to other communities, but a lot of things that are different and unique. Um, I feel that, you know, one of the things that we try, that we try really hard to do is be welcoming. And sometimes it's difficult because maybe chat's not rolling as much and maybe there's only a few people talking at that particular moment somebody comes in, or maybe chat's flying and somebody comes in. But we try really hard to be super welcoming. I love love going into other streams and seeing people from our community hanging out in other streams. That was uh, back when I was uh, just getting started. That was the coolest thing to me was like, you would be watching a streamer and you would go to another stream and you would see people and they would be like, oh, hey, continue. How's it going? You know, how's this going? How's that going? You're like, these people know me. Like, I don't even know. That's so cool, you know, and and so I think I think that's along the lines of your question. Mm-hmm. Um so I apologize if I'm like out in left field. But uh um, fine. I I mean, I I love, 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 love my community. Right now there's like 12 of them in Discord Discord voice, uh playing a game that's on demo. Uh and they're just chilling. And I was in there for a little bit and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go. And they're like, good, because we're gonna play this game. And I was like, all right, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> um they're awesome. They're great. I love them.
0: That is very good. We like to see, we like to see the positive communities out there that are always doing good. Um, that are very open and accepting of of new people and also being cool in other, in other people's streams as well, um, because they are a representation sometimes of who the streamer is and what they allow in their community. And so when we see this kind of stuff, it's, it's really nice. It is a really, a really good thing to see. Uh, no. Well, and it's
1: important for people to know that like, you know, if you're, if you're a community member, like, you know, other streamers like content creators talk you know Mm -hmm. of all of all sizes of all times on the platform whether they're new old you know big streamers little streamers they talk and you know you never know who's friends with who and if you're being a jerk in somebody's chat they're they're gonna they're gonna tell you about it there's been numerous times that I've had you know I've been in a stream and I've seen someone acting like ridiculous and I've messaged them and been like, are you okay? Because you don't act this way with me. Like, please, please don't. And they're like, oh, oh, you know, or like somebody's messaged me and been like, you know, so-and-so has been a problem. And then, you know, Twitter's kind of changed the game with that too. There's a lot more accountability that's being taken because people are being more like this happened and, but our community is very, we we try to be welcoming and understanding and try to keep things to where it's still fun but not too not too heavy. Because I feel like I'm I'm heavy enough. I don't need to <laughs> to make it worse for other people.
0: <laughs> understandable, understandable. Um oh this is the segue. Never mind, huh? kind of missed that completely but uh speaking of the community what would what would you say would be the top uh, the most heartwarming moments during your streaming career
1: oh my gosh um well there's a few so i've had a few community members that have started dating they had met through the chat and they started dating and and they're still together and that's always really um exciting um there's a there's a community member that i remember she was writing a paper for school and she was using our community as an example and i was like that is that is so that's so neat um our community also does something that is was very scary the first few times i did it but now i really uh it's stressful but it's it's so much fun i absolutely love it um i did not pick the name for this this was Somebody else picked the name for this, but um, I have uh, for my birthday every year, except for this past year because of COVID, Mm -hmm. um, I rent a cabin or three cabins or however many I need. And I invite people to come hang out for my birthday and we'll have people from literally all over the world that'll fly in and we'll play board games and video games and drink and eat and Uh, do whatever for like three or four days and just hang out and get to know each other. And it's usually between 20 and 30 people from all over the world. And it's so much fun. And I don't see a lot of other communities doing that um, because it's so risky, (laughs) I think, is a big thing. But um, but I love I love my community. They've I'll, I'll tell them till I'm blue in the face how much they've changed my life
0: that that i i i've seen um i've seen the countless amount of twitter posts uh from from you uh just thanking the community for all they do for you and that is ah that is that's very 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 sweet and
1: you're also fully aware that i always worry that people think that that's me being like fake or in some way not you know just you know being whatever mm-hmm. but it's legitimately true so every time i post it i'm like please know that i'm not just trying to like say this like i genuinely mean it i think about it all the time oh so. uh, it's important it's important to recognize that there are those people they're not just usernames they're not just numbers they're they're legitimate people that are giving up their time their energy their like even if it's just to like a tweet like that's that's time that's you know that's mm-hmm. and time is a valuable resource and it's it's not a renewable resource. It's something that once you use it, it's gone. And, and so people giving up their time, their energy, their, you know, in some cases, their money or uh, their influence or, you know, whatever to, to help you in some way and support you. It's it's very emotional and uh, definitely a feeling that I hope that people understand both sides of.
0: It really is, and I'm legitimately trying to not cry right now on the on the show, because uh, <laughs> I, 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 in the in the multiple communities that I've been involved, I have seen the, how much a, a few people can affect one other person, if just by giving a little bit of time and, like you said, a, you know, a like, whatever it is, because yeah, we we have very limited time on this earth, and what we what we do with it can definitely make the difference in somebody's life. And the stuff that I've seen is, is it's incredible. Um, and the thoughts are like rushing back to me as you're talking about this and, and just, wow, it, it, people never fail to impress me. So that is always a good thing. Um, what are some of the, what would you say have been some of the funniest moments over the years?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, one time, I think this is, it's not one of my favorite moments per se, cause I have so many moments from the stream that I absolutely loved. Um, one of my memorable moments uh, would be I decided one day that I wanted to fill the room with balloons. I, I don't, I just, I just really wanted to do it. So <laughs> I didn't have a thing to blow up balloons. So myself and my fiance sat in the living room and we blew up at least a thousand, if not more balloons. And we filled this room from floor to almost ceiling now i have four cats so trying to make this work without having cats diving in this room was so difficult not to mention the fact that there's stuff all in this room Mm -hmm. so i get the whole thing done i get in here i start the stream and i realize i can't walk anywhere because every time i walk i'm either popping a balloon or tripping over a balloon so i just sat in the floor for like an hour and just threw balloons around over my head and it was so much fun it was an absolute blast and like um some of the other like great moments uh i've (laughs) back early 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 streaming days i was playing a horror game uh dark didn't think anything of it and i looked over in obs and there was something in the corner of obs and I screamed and, like, freaked out, and it was my fiancé had put, like, a mannequin head in the corner. Scared (laughs) the ever loving crud out of me. Um, Another time, I was in a PUBG tournament, which why I was in a PUBG tournament to begin with, I have no idea. I had no business being there, and I was playing with a friend, and I kept telling him that what we were doing was wrong. Now, at the time, this was not funny, but looking back at it, it was hilarious. Um, I kept telling him what we were doing was wrong. And that we were going to die and we were going to run out of time and he kept insisting that that it wouldn't and we died we ran out of time and instead of reacting like a normal human i like picked up this heavy desk with like four monitors on it and tried to flip it over <laughs> broken hdmi cable And I was screaming and I was like, why am I even mad about this? This doesn't even matter. So looking back at it, it's hilarious. At the time, it wasn't. And then I do have a few uh, community members who are still like, remember the time that you (laughs) broke the HDMI cable? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's a Wow.
1: (laughs) And I think like if we throw in one more that's that's interesting was my... uh, my first time at TwitchCon when a big streamer that I really looked up to approached me and said hi to me and I was like holy cow what in the world just happened here that that was really cool.
0: Those are some very very sweet moments. Uh I'm I'm not going to forget about the HDMI thing though. That that <laughs> that's going to stay in my memory. That's hilarious. Um there is one more thing um, I wanted to kind of go over because I know plenty of people, especially with the pandemic and, and uh, whatnot, are going on. They're struggling with this. And uh, this is this is just something a lot of people in, in the U.S. struggle with. I wanted to see if you wanted to talk about your your weight loss goal, your weight loss journey.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. Um... Where would you like for me to begin before I start rambling? Uh,
0: from the beginning. We have time.
1: Oh, goodness. Okay. So um, from the beginning, I grew up, I was always heavier. Um, I never was, I remember being like 120 pounds at like nine um, or like even younger than that. Um, all of my friends were super tiny and super thin and uh, I tried really hard to, to Weight and to be as active and as healthy. And as I got older, my health really started to deteriorate. I had an autoimmune disorder. Um, I was gaining weight like crazy because of, I was being on you know steroids and all this other stuff. And the heavier I got, the worse things got. Um, and it got to a point where I I tried a few different times to get bariatric surgery, and none of my my insurance wouldn't pick, cover it. I was spending my entire deductible for um, a medication that I was having to take for my skin that was an injectable medication, and I had to do the injections once a week, and I had a really bad skin condition that's exacerbated by weight. Um, obviously, I, I'm very open and about the fact that I suffer from depression and bipolar disorder, um, other things, but like I, of course, those are kind of exacerbated as well because You know, you're sad, you're depressed, you're depressed because you're not able to do as much. You're not able to get around as easily. Um, Conventions were so hard for me because it was so heavy and like airplane travel, awful and just, I just was getting worse and like physically I was getting worse. I was having more and more health issues that were coming up. And I got to a point where I had three letters of medical necessity for bariatric surgery. The insurance company would still not take it. I went to, because of my skin condition had gotten so bad, I was referred to a general surgeon to have um, my skin under my arms and on my inner thighs removed and then other skin grafted in place to try to fix those were the worst spots of my body with the skin condition. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, the doctor was like, you know, we also do bariatric surgery here. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah, um, does your insurance cover it? And I was like, no. And, and I broke down in tears because I'd been through the process like two or three times. And uh, he was like, well, in order for me to do this major, major surgery of grafting so much skin on you that may or may not work, you're going to have to lose weight anyway. So why don't we go ahead and put you in the program and we look at, you know, cash prices and what we can do and at least get you started from like the dietitian, and you'll meet with the nutritionalist and you'll meet with some of the doctors who'll get the blood work because you're going to have to lose the weight. You're going to have to lose some weight for us to be able to do this graph anyway. And I was like, okay, but I knew I couldn't afford it. And I was so devastated because I wanted the bariatric surgery so bad. And to know that it was there, right there in my fingertips, I couldn't it. So I started doing what they asked. I started following their program and meeting with their nutritionist. And, you know, I had tried everything. I had been medically supervised before. I had tried countless weight loss programs. I had tried support groups, all kinds of stuff. Couldn't, could not do it. Uh, and my dad, who had watched me suffer with this my whole life, uh Sat me down and was like, "Listen, um, we have to do something." He was like, uh, "So I'm gonna sell my Jeep," and I was like, "Absolutely not! You're not selling your Jeep. You love that thing more than me. Like, absolutely not." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I think you should try a GoFundMe." And and we had mentioned a GoFundMe. Like he had brought it up a few times. My fiance brought it up a few times. my Mom had brought it up, and I had been saving like crazy for this. I've been saving for years, and I just couldn't do it because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um. So finally, I I talked to a few different members of the community, and I was like, "What do you think about this? Do you think this is a bad idea? You're gonna look down on me for asking for help, you know?" Because in my mind, the way that I looked at it was, if if I did a GoFundMe for me, that's money that could be going to charity. That's money that could be going to one of our charity events, or to St. Jude, or to the Testicular Cancer Society, or to Brain, or you know, any of these amazing organizations, and um. It took, a, it took a lot of pushing from the community uh, that knew about it um, and a couple of my content creator friends that I had spoken to and my family to finally do it. Um, so I posted it and all right, I'm going to try not to cry. Um, I had a goal that was not the full amount because I had some money saved up and we hit the goal in like a day and a half. Or something crazy wow and i yeah i so when i say that my community has changed my life i mean it like they they changed it so i had uh already started the process with the doctors as far as like working on food nutrition and and everything which a lot of it I already knew but it's still you know nice to have backup and um i started doing all the prep and um If you're considering at any point in time doing any type of weight loss surgery, um, my strongest recommendation is to shop around. I know that sounds crazy. And in the U.S., we don't typically shop for healthcare because it's kind of looked down upon. Mm. But if you can shop around and find a strong program that offers education classes, good support groups, follow ups, um, have some type of therapy or mental health aspect thrown in there. Um, not, a, not somewhere that's just like gonna do the surgery and send you on your way. Like you need something that's going to blow you up and, you know, help you and, and give you the tools. Um, so I started the program. I did not like the doctor I got placed with and I let them know. So they moved me to a different doctor and, and she was much more realistic. And we discussed, you know, how am I going to make these life changes? These are huge life changes. How is that going to happen? And, um, I worked, I worked my, Butt off. Um, I worked really, really hard. And I think a lot of it, too, that motivated me was knowing that the community had rallied behind me. And I was like, I can't let these people down. I can't let myself down, but I really can't let these people down, you know? And uh, so I worked really hard for it. I got my date, um, I had the surgery. It was miserable. (laughs) Um, Like, leading up to the surgery, at least the program that I... Most programs that I've heard, there are a few that are different, but most programs, they require two weeks of just liquid prior Mm -hmm. to surgery. Mm -hmm. And by, like, day three of no solid food, most people start to snap. Um, I don't remember what day I hit, but I just sat and cried because I was just like, I just want food. Um, But, I mean, so had the surgery was miserable, but then like stuff started getting easier. And like, I could walk longer. I could, you know, I could walk a mile. I could walk through the grocery store and I didn't feel like I was going to die. My skin started doing better. I, and, and as things got better, it kind of pushed me to want to do better. And so I, you know, was really, really mindful of what I ate. Um, This was, of course, again, pre-COVID, so I was doing, uh, our little community center has, like, exercise classes, and they were mainly, like, for retired, older individuals, but, like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Working out is working out, and those are some of the best people to work out with. Um, So I'd get up super early in the morning a few times a week and go work out with them, and then in the evenings I would do yoga, and then some nights I would run. And, uh, so I was working out like five to seven times a week, sometimes more, but I was never exceeding what I was supposed to do because I did have a limit. Um, there were times that I went too hard and they had to rein me back in. Um, and, uh, so over the time frame, like since, since, so since like February of 2019 to, what is it? February, 2021, I've lost 185 pounds. um yeah (laughs) every time i say it i'm like oh shoot (laughs)
0: that's amazing that is
1: amazing well they anticipated me losing about 125 um they did not expect any more than that and then as i kept losing they were like oh uh okay well this is your hard cap you can't go further than here and then i'd hit the cap and she's like okay well this is your hard cap you can't go further than here (laughs) and finally the last time i went she was like okay listen you genuinely cannot go lower than this amount and if you do, we have to have a serious conversation. And I was like, Okay, I'm good. So <laughs> I'm just where I'm at now. Now I'm just maintaining and it's 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 good. It's good. That's good
0: wow that is sorry
1: i know that i ramble. That,
0: that that that's that's what this show is about i i don't know about you but this that's what this show is about we we can do that here um that's what most <laughs> of my episodes end up being anyway but that, that that's really inspiring honestly that um because i so i'm a personal trainer i don't i don't know why i didn't mention that beforehand but i um used to work at la fitness and what was it? There was this one lady we had, she was about 300 pounds and she had MS and a few other conditions that kind of prevented her from doing a lot. Um, But seeing, you know, people like that and who have, who have these different conditions that could possibly, you know, uh, prevent them from losing weight or doing anything like that, seeing them actually succeed and achieve these goals is it's, it's, it's insane, but insane in a really good way. Like I, I love, yeah. I always love seeing people get push past those, those hurdles and uh, make a better life for themselves. And that's, that's just really cool. I, <laughs> this is why this, this cool. is why I had to reach out to you.
1: Well, thank you. And I mean, like one of the things that I find really interesting is that people are very, uh, the, the teams, I guess you could say, there are people that are very against gastric surgery and they feel that it's like a cop-out or you know oh it's just an easy way out you're just you're just taking the easy way or well I lost this much weight and I didn't have to do that that's great and I'm really glad and I, I should be super proud of yourself but I'm super proud of me too and I'm okay with that and I'm okay with that because I know that I worked really hard and I know that I'm still working hard and I know that I'm not going to just Okay, I've lost this weight and uh, now I'm just gonna, you know, I gain it back, whatever. No, like, I'm very mindful that this is a whole life change. And I, it really upsets me when people look down at people on people for, for choosing, you know, any type of like weight loss surgery or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, they're doing it for a reason. Um, but yeah. Any, that people are able to make those big changes, like especially when, like you mentioned, they don't you know, have kind of this even more difficult than like your standard way of losing weight. Like, that's it's awesome. I love I love seeing stories. I love hearing stories from people. I love it, love it.
0: It is yeah. It, it, like oh man, it, it's I just say wow. Like it, it's that's all I got right that right now because I'm actually kind of speechless. Um, but. I just, I really do like seeing it. It's, it's really cool. Um, and I, I thank you for sharing that because now, well, now a lot more people can actually hear that and then they can know that they're not alone. Like there is, uh, Oh, that's what I want to say. But yeah, people, people will shame, shame, shame folks for losing weight in any, any way they can. Like I see a lot of people get shamed for doing keto. I guess people say, uh, people getting shamed for doing, for being vegan or being vegetarian. And I'm like, Lose that weight how you can, obviously, if you're doing it in a safe way, then go for it, you know, you're, you're just trying to be healthy for yourself and make sure you can live a little bit longer and truly enjoy life, um, at your best. So go for it, you know, go for it.
1: Yeah. 100% agree. And I think that that's something that people get, like, first of all, like some of the stuff that I did, I don't talk about often because when I used to, people would get really defensive and be like arguing that what i did like i mean i'll say it now that i've brought it up i was on a very very restricted calorie deficit mm-hmm. for the first few months but i was under doctor supervision i was medically monitored by a nutritionalist i had a dietitian planning out every single thing that i ate and drank like i was medically supervised so it was okay. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Am I going to tell someone to go out and do what I did? Like, absolutely not. Not unless a doctor's got you, you know, but at the same time, you do what's right for you. As long as you're being safe, as long as you're aware of what you're doing and you're being safe and to do what works for you. You know, I mean, I have, I know what helped me and I know where I messed up and I know, what I do now that probably hinders me from losing that last five pounds that I'll always obsess over, right. But, um, you know, as long as people are being safe, let them live because people that's that's what it's like you said, people are trying to extend their lives and, and live a better life, and yeah,
0: that's true, that's very true. Um,
1: I wanted to be able to keep up with people at conventions, I wanted to able to not have this skin disorder I wanted to be able to run and now I can I can run I can run like I it's not it's no longer a well I can kind of jog no I can I can run I can do you know three four miles I have to I can't run straight three or four miles but I mean I can run pretty pretty much that I can do you know 10 miles in a day or whatever I need to do I, and it's not a it's no longer a, my body is going to physically shut down or I'm going to you know have some kind of heart attack Mm -hmm. or you know something's gonna go wrong i legitimately can do it but had i done what i did without without a doctor monitoring me i could have really hurt myself so yeah now i can do stuff
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that yeah that's the that's the thing you don't want to miss out on that freedom that that physical freedom of being able to do more um but yes, always be safe, always consult a professional doctor, whatever you have to do. Uh, but go for it. Shoot for the stars, people. Um I'm gonna try You're out okay. some, uh, I'm gonna try out something new, and I'm sorry for putting this pressure on you. But f- okay. from 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 now on, for every guest that I have on the show, um, I before we end, I want you to give the folks a a positive kind of a positive send off message before we decide to end.
1: Ooh, okay um something that i think people need to know is that even if, if this might sound kind of dark but it's not i promise um <laughs> even if you feel even if you feel like you're alone uh, there is somebody out there that's thinking of you there is somebody out there that cares about you there is somebody out there that loves you even if you don't realize there is somebody who cares and you are an awesome human you manage to wake up you you're doing so much good that you don't even realize you are you are doing awesome and you know little things think little things are huge achievements you know just just Getting up and drinking some water or, you know, maybe you laid in bed all day, but you needed it because of your mental health. Like, look at things as achievements, because if you try to take in and, like, make these big lofty goals, it gets overwhelming and gets too too much. But, like, you know, look at, hey, I read a book today. Well, not a whole book, because that's kind of a lofty goal, (laughs) but, you know... Hey, I, I walked out and I got the mail today, you know, or hey, I ran four miles today, or I um I got to pet my cat today. I called my mom. Like, you know, little things are big achievements. And I think that it's important to recognize that and to recognize people genuinely care even if you think they don't And
0: that is true. And that is very true. Um I want to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to uh, to come on the show.
1: Thank you for letting me ramble. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> no problem. We love to ramble here. Uh, for those people out there who don't follow you, where, where can they find you?
1: Oh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash continue, n u e. I'm also on Twitter as continue youtube continue, and then Instagram is official continue. Somebody took the continue account and I don't know what um as well as not continue so everything's continue except for Instagram <laughs> uh,
0: so I will make sure i leave I'll leave the Twitter and the twitch uh if I will hopefully remember the other the other ones out there, um but I definitely make sure I get the Twitter and the twitch down there. For the folks to go and check it yeah. out. She does good content. So check her out. And if you already do follow her, good job. Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, feel free to come back anytime, honestly. I, you have more rambling to do. That's what the show's here for. That's what we do. We like more yeah, we like positive influences. Um, but yes, thank you everybody for watching or listening, it's a podcast. We don't do visuals here. Thank you for listening (laughs) and remember that love is patient and I will see you all in the next episode. Peace.